0: Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now sit back, please, and enjoy Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
1: By the Wizard of Weird. This is Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
2: I am Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new mind blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Ho'oponopono and Synchronicity. This particular show is a very special one. Now, even if you think you've heard this before, trust me, you need to hear this again. You'll become at least twice as powerful. This particular edition of the show can help you change your life almost instantly and start manifesting whatever you want on the deepest levels. And I mean whatever you want to manifest. But in order for this information to connect with you, right now you have to set aside all judgment. You have to clear your mind of your history, your doubts, your fears, your guilts. You have to open your mind completely and allow this information to enter. I don't know where you are in your life right now, but I'm, I'm giving this to you for free. And all I ask is that you help others to understand it for free after you see for yourself that it works. It is no coincidence that you are hearing me right now there is an old adage that when the student is ready the master shall appear well in this case if you are ready and willing to open your mind i am about to give you the wisdom of the masters this is weird and it will take you out of your present state of thinking but that's why you are here listening to this right now i know you have problems And you're about to begin solving them right now by the end of this show. Now, this is a difficult subject for me to accurately describe and communicate. So I've kind of taken my normal show prep and thrown it out the door. And I'm just going to talk to you off in stream of consciousness. And and I hope that I can communicate this properly, because if I do, Your life will change. Your life will be better. And that will make the world a better place for all of us. So listen carefully. I'm not joking around here. I want you to pause. Take a few deep breaths. Seriously, you know, whatever you're doing, calm yourself. Put your nerves at ease. Take a few more deep breaths and listen to this. This is wisdom. I'm going to tell you this to begin with, sort of paraphrasing it to the best of my ability, to give you the gist of it, the overview. Years ago, there was a doctor who started making some headlines because he had apparently achieved something extraordinary in the state of Hawaii. His name was Dr. Hu Lin, H E W L E N. He said something one time that I think you might want to dwell on. He said, Ever notice that when there's a problem, you're there? I'm going to tell you more about what he means when he says that. <laughs> Dr. Hulin made headlines because he was hired back in 1983 to work as a psychologist at the Hawaii State Hospital. And he got the job that nobody wanted to have. He was put in charge of the top-level high-security ward for the criminally insane. Now, this is the ward... That was the end of the road for people. It was basically a prison, as you can imagine. These are people who are, you know, basically shackled and screaming and caged all the time and so dangerous that the staff there were trained to walk down the hallways with their backs to the walls pretty much at all times. And, uh, it, they had trouble keeping people employed. Employees would call in sick way too much. I mean, nobody wanted to be there. And so when he got the job, everybody kind of rolled their eyes and was like, "Well, good luck with that. He ended up being there for about four years, from 1983 to 1987. And by the time he left that position, something miraculous had happened. It appeared that all these people, we're basically cured
0: by him and the ward shut down.
2: So now we're talking about, I don't know exactly how many people we're talking about here over a, you know, three or four year period of time, but we're, this is the Hawaii state hospital. So you can, you can imagine. So uh, of course reporters became amazed by this and said, well, what, what did this guy do? What, what's this, you know, amazing treatment that turned all these people around? And one by one, they started getting released and were evaluated as fine and were able to go back and start leading normal, productive lives. What kind of drug are you giving these people? And Dr. Hu Lin said, I actually never saw a single one of them in person. Huh? What are you talking about? He said, well, here's what I would do. Every day I would go into work and I'd sit in my office by myself and I had big stacks, folders of case files for each person. And one by one, I would take out that person's file and I would read all about it. And I would really think about this person. And I would think about why that this person's, Existence was even brought into my existence, in my reality. That was what we had in common. And then I began to use the Hawaiian practice of pono, in order to clear away the things that were tormenting the person, basically using his, his mind. And I know this is sounding weirder and weirder, but I'll 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 by the time this show is over, I'll give you as much clarification as I can. Okay, so what exactly is he talk is he talking about? Well, if you look up Ho'ponopono, Pono, that's a heck of a word, isn't it? It's it, spelled H O apostrophe O P O N O P O N O. Did that help you out? <laughs> if you look up Hapono Pono. Uh, here is what Wikipedia says. It is a Hawaiian practice of reconciliation and forgiveness. The Hawaiian word translates into English simply as correction. And this is something that goes back thousands of years. So he would sit there and he would meditate on a particular patient and he would meditate using Ho'oponopono. And somehow in the ether, something changed and the person would become normal again and was able to leave. What specifically would he do? Would he do? Well, he said, here are the most important parts of a Ponopono. He said, all of us have this sort of baggage built up in our brains. And, uh, what you want to do is you want to sit down. And you want to clear that. Think of your brain as like a computer, and it gets a lot of garbage built up over time from all of your all of your pain and frustration and, you know, just all the, the doubt that you have living as, a, as an animal, you know, half the time in this world full of madness and chaos. He says you have to once in a while stop and hit the reboot button, and you have to clear all that out. And when you do that, you start over at sort of a baseline, a zero state from which you can begin developing again. And it's simple to do. Anybody can do it. You just have to repeat these four phrases over and over. They're very simple phrases. And you I know a lot of you listening already know them. If you don't, however, I'm going to tell you what they are and I'm going to tell you more about them. And, you know, this story was brought to my attention by one of my favorite authors, Dr. Joe Vitali, because when he heard about this, he met up years ago with Dr. Hu Lin and studied him and verified all this and wrote a book about it called Zero Limits, The Secret Hawaiian System for wealth health peace and more. And so when we come back from our break I'm going to tell you what these four phrases are. I'm also going to read some passages from zero limits the book there uh so you can see for yourself exactly, you know, in Dr. Hulin's words how all this works. I'll give you my interpretation of of why this works and then give you some other examples of how you might be able to apply this to your life. And I have talked about this before on podcasts, and you wouldn't believe the wonderful stories I get. Uh, one man said that he learned about this and he had a son with drug problems. And he taught this to his son and his son completely had lost his his desire for the drugs, turned his life around. Uh, I was contacted by A homeless woman who now has a nice apartment and a regular job. I was contacted by a man who heard my podcast who was facing foreclosure on his house and he not only paid off his house using this but then he bought two other brand new houses over the next 365 days. I'll explain this to you when we come back and This is important, folks. You know, I I can't talk about everything I want to here on the podcast for a lot of different reasons. Some things I can only share with you if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com and subscribe to my free e-newsletter right there on the homepage. You put your email address in there. You hit enter. Takes you two seconds. You will instantly receive a digital good luck charm and some wonderful information that will help you in your life. But I'm going to be sending you some really amazing stuff soon. You can only get it, however, if you subscribe through JoshuaPWarren.com. I am Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back after this. Stay
3: right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City
4: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
1: are you ready to share some joy and celebrate international women's day m&m's has partnered with iheart for women take the mic
2: Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at paranormaldate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your
4: search. Have some fun at paranormaldate.com.
1: You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows.
2: To strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming in to your wormhole brain. And when Dr. Hu Lin was sitting there with the patient case file in front of him, he would study that patient. He would think about that patient and then he would meditate on that patient's situation and he would repeat these four phrases over and over. And by the way, they don't have to be in a particular order. I have an order that I like best, which I'll share with you, but here are those four phrases. The first is, I'm sorry. The second is please forgive me.
3: The third is thank you.
2: And the fourth is I love you. Over and over. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And even though Dr. Hulin was doing it for that patient, he was also doing it for himself at the same time because he did not feel a distinction between himself and the patient because they had both entered this situation somehow in reality in order to become aware of each other. Now, before I give you more thoughts about how I believe you saying these phrases as often as possible throughout your day can help you and and why those particular phrases can help you. First, let me just read to you some of the actual portions from Dr. Joe Vitale's book that he co-authored with Dr. Hu Lin called Zero Limits. Joe Vitale wrote, I finally spoke to Dr. Hu Lin for the first time, On October 21st of 2005, Dr. Hu Lin, or E, he goes by that sometimes, um, he told me he never saw patients professionally. He never counseled with them. He agreed to review their files. And while he looked at those files, he would work on himself. And as he worked on himself, patients began to heal. This became even more fascinating when I learned the following, quote, after a few months, patients who had been shackled were being allowed to walk freely, he told me. Others who had been heavily medicated were getting their medications reduced, and those who had been seen as having no chance of ever being released were being freed. I was in awe, quote, not only that, he went on, but the staff began to enjoy coming to work absenteeism and turnover disappeared. We ended up with more staff than we needed because patients were being released and all the staff was showing up to work. Today, the ward is closed, End quote. This is where I ask him the million-dollar question, what were you doing within yourself that caused those people to change? Quote, I was simply cleaning the part of me that I shared with them, he said. I'm going to repeat that. Quote, I was simply cleaning the part of me that I shared with them, he said. Joe Vitale says, huh? I didn't understand. Dr. Hulin explained that total responsibility for your life means that everything in your life, simply because it is in your life, is your responsibility. In a literal sense, the entire world is your creation. This is tough to swallow. Being responsible for what I, I say or do is one thing, but being responsible for what everyone else in my life says or does is quite another. Yet the truth is this, if you take complete responsibility for your life, then everything you see, hear, taste, touch, or in any way experience is your responsibility because it is in your life. Okay, I'm going to pause there for a minute, and I, I promise if you're having trouble with this, I'm going to I'm going to make this clearer for you in a minute. All right, here's something else from the book though that I want to uh, read. Uh, Doctor Lynn says, "Quote: Have you ever noticed that whenever you have a problem, you are there." It's all about 100% responsibility for everything. No exceptions. There's no loophole that lets you off the hook for something you don't like. You're responsible for all of it. All. End quote. Even when he worked at the mental hospital and he saw murderers and rapists, he took responsibility. He understood that they were acting from a memory or a program, and to help them, he had to remove the memory. The only way to do this is by cleaning. This is what he meant when he said he never saw clients professionally in a therapeutic setting. He looked at their charts, and as he did, he silently said to the divine, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. He was doing what he knew to do to help the patients return to a state of zero limits. As Dr. Hu Lin did this within himself, the patients healed. Now I know some of you may be saying like I the, I don't buy that. All I'm doing is telling you this is what the story of this man is. You can read the book Zero Limits if you want to, but let me also give you some of my own thoughts on this. What is the harm done if for you saying those phrases? and seeing what an impact it might make on you subconsciously. A little later, I'm going to get into what that might mean, subconscious. But let's look at the phrases. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. So you say, well, what should I be sorry for? Well, how about this? Maybe, you know, I'm sorry for being so unaware or insensitive or arrogant at certain times in my life. I think we can all say that. Please forgive me. What does that mean? Well, that means I, I've been taking some things for granted. We all do, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Next is thank you. Well, that's an expression of pure gratitude. Thank you for the wonderful blessings that I do have in my life. However small they might be. If you have vision, be grateful. If you can smell things, be grateful. If you can taste things, be grateful. If you can touch things. Be grateful, not everybody can do that. Be grateful for the people who love you or the food that you like to eat or the music you like to listen to, or big just be thankful for this podcast. Remind yourself of the things to be thankful for, and then, of course, the last one, arguably the most powerful three words out there: "I love you," and saying "I love you" is about courting the universe, expressing positive feelings toward the universe so that it will reciprocate and send positive feelings back to you. Maybe that helps you understand why those phrases can resonate with you subliminally. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And and again, whether or not you this is making sense to you intellectually, people who have done this have had tremendous success. I do it all the time, and it's helped me in so many different ways. I think it is limitless. I mentioned to you some of the people who uh, Alyssa have listened to me talk about this before who've sent me success stories after using it. I also, I, I actually created a dog tag that I started wearing with those phrases on it and loved it so much. People would ask about it and I would explain to Pono Pono that um, I make it available with one of my products. If you go to Joshua there's no period after the P and you click on the curiosity shop, you'll see something I sell there called the psionic dematerializer or the bad buster. Um, It may or may not be in stock depending on when you're listening to this podcast. You have to click it and see if it's in stock because it frequently is not. Um, I was only going to make one batch, but so many people gave me success stories. I created another batch. So anyway, if you get that, it comes with the Pono dog tag as a free bonus. But I've been thinking about a different way that you might look at this situation that might make a little more sense. In my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, I wrote about what I call the mirror effect. So let me describe um, the mirror effect for you. I'm going to start reading this, and then we'll take a little break here. Let us imagine you are sitting in a crowded schoolroom in front of a large blank screen. In the back of the room, a teacher is using an old-fashioned slide projector. He turns it on, and we see a woman on the screen. A kid in the audience is a prankster. So when the teacher leaves the room, the kid jumps up and draws a, uh, grabs a, a marker, runs to the screen, and draws a mustache on the woman's face. When the teacher returns, he is understandably angry. So how does he clean away the mustache? Does he pull out the slide and wipe it away off of the slide? Well, of course not. The slide where the image exists was unaffected. Instead, he goes and cleans the screen upon which the image was projected. Now, let us say that your own brain is the slide projector and the screen represents the reality all around you. If you want to actually affect your world, you must do so first from within yourself instead of wasting time on the projection screen. Dr. Joe Vitale says, if you see something negative in another person or situation and do not try to remedy it, starting with your own self perception, quote, that's like trying to put your makeup on by looking in the mirror, but putting the makeup on the mirror. That's not going to help you. And he notes, what you believe will filter all the available information around you to prove your beliefs. Is that making a little bit more sense? Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you... Some more information here that I believe is going to help you grasp this, and I'm going to tell you how I can prove that this is accessing reality when you change something starting with your perception and your mind. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back.
4: Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness
3: Before. the art bell vault has classic audio waiting for you now go to coast2coastam.com for details
0: And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast
1: AM Paranormal Podcast Network and Strange Things.
2: to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. If your personal experience happens inside your head, well, then maybe you should focus on altering the picture in your head to alter the outward projection. You know, you can say those phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, and think of another person and do it for them in your mind. You're doing it for yourself and for them if you have a problem with another person. You know, I once hired a man, and we'll call him Bob, uh, to handle some of my business affairs, and in the beginning, he was great and earned so much trust that Little by little, due to my travel schedule, I granted him more and more access and control over aspects of my business. However, over time, I gradually realized that Bob had a tendency toward paranoia, and he became so protective of his position that he started acting aggressively toward others without reason, and basically, when you start acting aggressive. And behave in a fearful, paranoid way. You're going to create behaviors in yourself that will, will put you in jeopardy. And as more and more people told me about their bad experiences, I started questioning Bob and he was always overly sensitive and defensive. And in time when he finally became unprofessional and disrespectful toward me, I realized I had to sever my ties with him, and this was a tricky situation because I knew my business life would be a real pain for a while trying to get things back on track without him, and Bob knew this too, and even made some threatening allusions to the effect. But regardless of the consequences, I knew the sooner I got this over with the better, so I made arrangements for my final meeting with him. And the night before the meeting, I sat for a long time by myself and I quietly thought about Bob. At first, I kept envisioning him at the meeting, saying a lot of confrontational stuff. And I tried to think about my strategy to deal properly with anything he said, wherever the conversation might go. But after a while, I decided to try an experiment. What if I stopped imagining Bob this way? What if I just saw him as a nice guy like he was when I originally met him and we parted on peaceful terms? Now, this felt good to me. And so I began to very sincerely repaint, repaint Bob in my mind and and sort of reimagine how things would go the next day. And as you can guess, when I met Bob the next day, I was floored by how my new improved vision of Bob became a reality. He even said some of the actual words I had imagined him saying when I thought about things working out peacefully and all went as smoothly as one can imagine. We parted ways as friends and he helped make that transition easy for me, though he could have been vengeful and not done so. And I saw very, Quickly the true power of how what is formed in my head can be distinctly mirrored in the world around me And sometimes you just have to do these things for yourself. No one can do your push-ups for you. Have you ever heard that? You have to make the decision to do it And here's something that can clutter up that thing in your head that you're projecting from You know You can't be affected by brainwashing, and that's that's others trying to get into your mind and paint their own picture in there with manipulative gossip and useless knowledge. And you always hear knowledge is power. Well, that's part of the equation, but only if the knowledge is true. In my book, Use the Force... Which, by the way, uh, you can read instantly if you go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to the book icon there on the homepage. I talked about this story attributed to Socrates, the great philosopher, and his approach to these issues. And the story goes, in ancient Greece, one day Socrates was approached by an excited man who said, Socrates, do you know what I just heard about one of your students? Wait a minute, Socrates replied. Before you tell me, I'd like you to pass a little test. It's called the test of three. Before you talk to me about my student, let's take a moment to test what you're going to say. The first test is truth. Have you made absolutely sure that what you are about to tell me is true? Well, no, the man said. Actually, I just heard about it. All right, said Socrates. So you don't really know if it's true or not. Now, let's try the second test, the test of goodness. Is what you were about to tell me about my student something good? Well, no, said the man. On the contrary. All right, so, Socrates continued, you want to tell me something bad about him, even though you're not certain it's true. The man shrugged, a little embarrassed, and so Socrates continued, you may still pass, though, because there is a third test. The filter of usefulness. Is what you want to tell me about my student going to be useful to me? No, not really, the man said. Well, concluded Socrates, if what you want to tell me is neither true nor good, nor even useful, why tell it to me at all? You have to be very particular about what you put into your mind. And make sure that you start there controlling your own mind. Nobody should brainwash you but you, right? And if you need more evidence that this sort of thing works, when you start repainting that image in your mind, you'll start to see changes in the environment. And a lot of people call those changes synchronicity. Uh, this actually is really based upon the work of the psychologist Carl Jung. I uh, recently read a book about him called Carl Jung, Knowledge in a Nutshell, written by a man named Gary Bobroff. And if you're not sure about who Carl Jung was, he was a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst who founded analytical psychology. He's considered to be a legend in the field. And in this book, um, there is a distinction made between the way that Carl Jung viewed the world and his colleague Sigmund Freud viewed the world. And basically, the author says, the differences in approach boiled down to, for Freud, consciousness was primary and the unconscious was a kind of basement of lost contents. Jung instead saw the unconscious as primary, as the matrix out of which consciousness emerged. That Consciousness is the tip of an iceberg, a cork bobbing on top of the ocean of the unconscious. And he was a big fan of this concept he eventually called synchronicity. He said that this was the meaningful interrelation of outer events with inner psychological states. And these events often happen during emotionally charged times and often direct us towards something that needs to be brought into our awareness. Uh, Here's a famous example of that. Young said that he was seeing a patient who was telling him about her dream of a golden scarab. And at just that moment, he heard a tap at the window. And after a second tap, he went to the window to open it up and to find a flying scarab beetle, which flew inside and into his hands. And Young opened them before the patient, saying, here is your scarab. The incident broke through the patient's over-rational attitude and helped her to have a transcendent experience that connected her meaningfully to something deeper inside. Uh, There's another example of this. A male client was struggling to describe his painful childhood experience of being locked in a dark attic as his punishment for crying too much eventually he reached a moment of personal revelation and recognized the connection between this trauma and the compulsive fascinating fetish he had and at the moment in which he reached this new attitude the attic in his childhood home was struck by lightning only the attic was destroyed synchronicity is one of those things that can help you prove to yourself The legitimacy of the relationship between what happens in your mind when you start cleaning and clearing and how it can change the world in in what seem to be miraculous, extraordinary, even supernatural ways. There's a little experiment that you can do for yourself, as a matter of fact. It's it's so simple. And yet it's amazing. I, I talked about this once before on one of my uh, shows. It's called the butterflies experiment Um that essentially, if right now I tell you. Start thinking about butterflies, then probably in the next 24 to 48 hours, somehow or other, a butterfly is going to enter your life. You can try this out right now. So I said, okay, fine. I'm going to try it out. But I wanted to take it one step further. So I wrote down on a piece of paper, uh butterfly and I folded it up and I gave it to Lauren. And I said, Lauren, I don't want you to read what is written on this piece of paper until I tell you to, this is part of an experiment. And she goes, okay, whatever. You know, she knows that I do this kind of stuff. So I waited like two days and I never saw anything related to a butterfly in my life, not a butterfly on TV or, you know, not a butterfly flying in the window, nothing. So I walked into (laughs) I walked into the room that Lauren was in and I was going to tell her to look at the piece of paper. And when we come back from this break, (coughs) Wait till you hear what happened. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. You got to hear this. I'll be right back.
0: Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up.
4: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic Happy International Women's Day.
3: Hey, the Coast hey, to the Coast, Coast, AM, Coast AM YouTube, YouTube channel is for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information.
0: This is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
2: back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and when I walked into the room (laughs) and told Lauren, I, I was just about to tell her, open up that note, and I'll explain to you what it means. And right as the words were about to leave my mouth I stopped dead in my tracks astounded because she had opened up a card that I gave her some time back it was one of these love pop cards which is like just a pop out card and I, I gave it to her for some occasion a birthday or an anniversary and guess what it was? A big, beautiful pop-up of a butterfly. And she had just felt compelled to, she found that somewhere. She was going through some papers and she goes, oh, this is lovely. And she propped it up there. And that's when I had to sit her down and say, okay, let me <laughs> let me explain to you why that I'm so flabbergasted. Here's what just happened. And when I told her everything, she was amazed as well. And then, of course, she unfolded the paper and it said butterfly. And she was like, that's pretty, pretty wild. So synchronicity can prove the connection between your mind and your environment. And this shows you you can even practice that connection. And sometimes you don't see it happening while it's happening, but you look back in your life and you, you see things in retrospect and you go, man, yeah, this actually worked out. Uh, here's another little experience I have to share with you. And maybe you've heard me tell this before, but it's worth repeating. I wrote about this also in my book, Use the Force. Uh, 20 years ago, I enjoyed a fine bottle of French white wine at a nice restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina. And I mentioned to my wife, Lauren, that I'd like to buy that label again. And I only alluded to it in passing. But every time she remembered to look for it at a wine shop, it was not in stock. Well, a few months ago, we were staying at a hotel near Asheville. And as we were driving down the road, I saw a wine shop that was now it was closed. It said it said closed big sign there. And uh, for some reason, that bottle of French wine popped in my head, and I said aloud, I wonder if they have that label. So anyway, when we arrived at the hotel, I needed to visit the office, and the lady at the front desk said to me out of the blue, oh, there's a new wine shop that opened next door. The fellow who owns it just came by and dropped off some flyers. Would you like one? I said, of course, Uh, and I took one, and I realized that it wasn't actually closed yet it said on the flyer was going to be open for another 15 minutes so Lauren and I headed over there to browse quickly sure enough the door was unlocked we got in there and in minutes I heard a voice say my name I turned to find a man walking from the back apparently the owner do I know you I asked he chuckled And told me that 20 years ago, he had been my waiter at that restaurant and remembered who I was. Yes, he recalled the exact wine. And yes, it was on a shelf about 10 feet away. I bought that wine and we drank it with all that night. And I just kept thinking about how powerful synchronicity and the law of attraction is even when it comes to the little comforts in life. Now that's one of those stories I'm telling you. That's true. Hand on a stack of Bibles. I could keep going But perhaps you've had these kinds of experiences as well. And again, sometimes you don't even realize it until uh, you look back in retrospect. You go, oh, yeah, this is how all this came together for me. There is a design of some sort. And if you are still struggling with getting your mind in the right place, you know, there are tools out there that can help you, like the wishing machine. But even if you don't use tools, maybe you can't even afford to buy tools. Well, that's okay. Just go to freecharm.com. That's one of my sites and that'll get you started for free. Freecharm.com won't, it will not cost you a penny and it may be the most valuable website you ever go to. And even if you are familiar with this information, well, we all need a refresher. In fact, it's the most important part because I found That if you learn this kind of information and you start having success with it and then you get sort of cocky and lazy and stop, well, then you will quickly see your house of cards fall and it will hurt more than ever because you have designed something that's wonderful and you've just stopped maintaining it. You just took it for granted and got used to it and then... It all tumbles down. You say, what happened? Oh my goodness. And you start panicking. Well, you have to maintain it. You have to refresh yourself with all this. Stick with it. That's why I often say to people, if you're going to have an affirmation that you, you know, for something that you want to experience and you, you write a little note and you leave it on the bathroom mirror or the refrigerator or the steering wheel of your car or whatever, that might be great for a week, but after a week, you'll just stop noticing it because it becomes routine. And that's why every time you're going to leave an affirmation for something you want to manifest, I suggest that you take your calendar, whatever it is, a calendar on your phone, if you have a little planner you carry around, whatever you use to keep appointments, and you plan ahead. Uh, like every seven days, move my affirmation and every 7 days that will force you to take a moment and remember that uh, that uh, affirmation and find it and then place it somewhere else where the process will start over again and that way it stays fresh on your mind. Uh you know one of my favorite affirmations that I wrote about in my book there uh, is it's something first thing I I read every single day when I get up in the morning. I live in a friendly, loving, supportive universe that wants me to be happy and succeed. I live in a friendly, loving, supportive universe that wants me to be happy and succeed. You form a habit of that. And if you start treating the universe that way, then the universe will start behaving towards you that way. And that's why you really have to start thinking yes, about yourself and how to clear that cash in your mind. Again, nobody can do your push-ups for you. I don't care how rich you are, how powerful you are, how successful you become. Nobody can do your push-ups for you. These are things you have to do on your own. It's up to you to maintain that. And it's nice to know that when you have all this programming that gets built up in your mind, especially from a lot of mainstream media and politics and like, you know, all all these things that are trying to frighten you all the time and make you react in some primary animalistic way to things and, and make rash decisions, all that stuff, it, it does. It builds up a gunk and you have to care about your mind more than anything else, more than any possession you have more than a car or a computer or what your mind comes first so you have to stop and treat your mind well you know service your mind clean that gunk out start with that zero state that zero limit that Joe Vitali and Dr Hu Lin talk about and i also think that's one of the great things about the fact that you listen to this podcast it gives me an opportunity to to remind you about these things. So if you didn't know this before, or even if you did now, you, you know, every day, as often as possible, you should give yourself a reminder to say those phrases, those pono phrases, and in whatever order works best for you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. There are even pono beads that people in Hawaii will wear. It's, It's very similar to, I guess, like a rosary bead type thing, but it's just a beaded necklace. And people will wear this every day so that they remember to go around. And every time they touch a bead throughout the day to say the phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. But now, you know, you can do this for yourself, but you're also able to have a certain person or a certain situation in mind when you do this. And you're actually helping that person or that situation. You're clearing things for them as well. And that's also one of the reasons that I love to play the good fortune tone for you from time to time on this show. It's one of those tones that was taken from the golden mean, the golden ratio, this perfect symbol that is supposed to bring equilibrium and peace to your life. And when you listen to it, you it may sound bizarre, maybe a little rough on the ears even. But you just take some deep breaths. If you can, you close your eyes and you listen to this. And this will help with that clearing process. And I can think of no better show than this one to end by uh, playing you, once again, the good fortune tone. Every time I do this, I get positive feedback from just amazed listeners all over the world. And so uh, it only lasts 20 seconds. And think of this as being, you know, something to complement what you're doing with a Pono Pono. So take a deep breath. Thank you for listening to all this and enjoy the good fortune tone once again.